listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golset. It is Friday. Fantastic Friday. Got some good stuff for you today. Um, As a parent... Summer is here. School is out, most mm-hmm. likely, um, in Hopefully. most parts. Yeah, most parts of the country. I've seen some pictures of kids yeah. still going to school. This is true. In some parts <laughs> of the country, um, the kids are still, especially, I think, more in on the East Coast. Yeah. Uh, they start a little bit later. Although I um, saw some pictures from Illinois, too. Oh, really? Yeah. So various parts of the country, kids are still in school. Some of them are already out of school. And parents, um, some may seem, you know, may think it, it seems like a daunting task to figure <laughs> out what are we going to do this summer? We didn't have our plan done in January. What are we going to do? Um, so how it, it most, you know, not just what are we going to do, but how are we going to keep the kids sharp so that when they come back to school in the fall, the brains aren't mush. So we're mm-hmm. going to talk about that. And we also have an update for you today as well on uh, what's happening in terms of uh, the floods here in the Missouri mm-hmm. yeah. area, in, in Missouri and uh, um, bordering states as well. So stick around for that. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin, for supporting the coffee hour. Find out more about them at cuw.edu. Live uncommon. I caught you, you caught drinking me your in the coffee. Of my coffee. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> I should know that that's coming. <laughs> <laughs> Joining us by phone, Laura Montgomery, Director of Educational Resources, Lutheran Elementary School Association, right here in St. Louis. Laura, thank you so much for joining us on the coffee hour. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So we go to the the professionals, the educators, <laughs> uh, when we need some uh, some tips, some ideas of how to be creative and uh, and keep the kids sharp this summer as uh what we have about 10 to 15 weeks probably some families during the summer so uh are you looking forward to summer you know you probably don't get much of a summer huh since you 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 work year-round helping educators right Right. yes exactly in our office yeah we we work year-round but uh, it is a little different pace for everyone in the summer so that's that's a welcome break what um, what have been some of your favorite tried and true activities for? Well, let's start with young children. We're, we'll we'll uh, think about some of the other age groups as well. What have been some of your favorite tried and true activities to keep the kids sharp during the summer? Well, you know, it, it's really important to support their ongoing reading skills. Mm. Reading, reading, reading. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot needs to be. Um, you know, bolstered in the summer if, if you know, they're setting aside um, the books and whatnot. Um, they, they talk about that, that the summer brain drain, and uh, we, we don't mm-hmm. want that to happen as educators. So there's lots of reading programs available. Um, you know, there's the good old uh, library programs. Uh, there's also a Concordia Publishing House has uh, a, a summer reading program. It's called CPH Reads. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's information on their website uh, about that. Um, and just sometimes maybe we need to be a little sneaky with our um, learning activities for the kids over the summer um, and make it fun for them, not not like a drudgery and not work. So um, for the real young ones, I would say find activities where, you know, find words that they can read. Maybe it's um, it's the a cereal box. Uh, it's... Um, you know, the signs as you're driving around. You know, I'm sure they can read words like McDonald's and, uh, <laughs> you know, Dairy Queen, all those uh, kind of fun things. Um, so definitely however you can get in some reading activities, I think, um, is one of the more important things. Um, also, math skills, of course, are equally as important. So for the younger ones, um, you know, I'd say get out a couple decks of cards and, 
play that old game of war. You remember playing that as a kid? You flip out two cards, and whoever has the most, uh, the highest number wins. Well, you can, like, flip out two cards each person at a time and, and add them together or multiply or subtract whatever skills you need to practice. Um, just simple little things like that. Yeah, uh, I know there's there's board games, um, and maybe this was a thing when I was a kid, and I just don't remember, but now that I have nieces and nephews, uh, we, we like to buy them interactive toys. So I know there's there's a lot of board games that are out now that are that are very educational, but also uh, hopefully really fun for kids that, right. that you can learn. It's a lot of um, STEM learning and a lot of uh, the, the math learning and just, the, the, uh, just thinking, learning how to think through things. That's right. I forgot you get to be auntie and uncle this summer. We you, do. You guys get to... And an uncle camp. <laughs> you know, what are the ages of the kids? Oh, dear. You're putting me on the spot. Um, what year is it? 2009. So s- <laughs> seven, maybe seven, six, three. My sister-in-law's going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> so Sarah needs some help here. This is I, good. I'm you, glad we're talking about I this today. I am bad with numbers. I need the number learning games. <laughs> But um, board games and, and fun games like that are, are a really great way to learn and not feel like learning. Because, no, I mean, kids don't want to. Right. They don't want to feel like they're in school still during the summer. Unless right? they love right. school. Unless they love school. I mean, I love school. But <laughs> but games are a fun way to also include the rest of your family, especially if you have a, a large age range in your family that the kids don't always get that chance to learn together. Having those those opportunities. Are there are there more opportunities like that that, that kids... Uh, who have younger or older siblings can all kind of learn together at their own levels, but at the same time? Well, sure, there's other ideas. I love the board game idea and really, you know, take time this summer to slow down and unplug as much as you can. And I mean, like, set the phone down, turn the TV off, turn off the the tablets and and the laptops and engage with with one another face-to-face and um, there's other, like you said, the board games, um, scavenger hunts. You can either make your own or, okay, so you're going to have to connect a little bit maybe to go online and, uh, you know, find um, scavenger hunts that you could do maybe at the zoo or make your own, um, like, you know, let's say in, in the river's edge at the zoo, how many different continents are represented by the animals or um, at the history museum, maybe you're looking for certain um, eras or dates, um, things like that. So you could kind of diversify your age appropriateness, you know, on those scavenger hunts, make them a little more difficult for the older kids, a little bit easier if, you know, find all the, the round things, all the, the blue things, um, lots of uh, opportunities like that. Um, you could also um, cook together, and there's lots of great skills to be learned by cooking together, math, reading, science, and maybe it could even be as simple as, learning how to make jello like from 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 the box not you know buying the little containers at the store you know do they know they need to use the hot water and stir it and what if what would happen if you didn't and you can learn from your your flops also um, <laughs> in the cooking but there's again different skills maybe the older ones can start learning some um, you know safety skills like how to properly use a knife you know if you're getting 11 12 13 year olds um, how to how to uh, properly, uh, you know, food safety, even kinds of things. And then from there, maybe if they cook a meal, then you can go into um, manners and etiquette lessons. How do you set the table? I'm not sure how many families sit down during the school year and have a nice dinner together. Learn how to set the table. What are proper table manners? 
um, again, turn off the TV and put the phones away and mm-hmm. learn how to have a conversation at the dinner table. All those kinds of things like that. What about learning through play? Uh, there's so many, I know, it's just fun. Uh, there's so many opportunities uh, for projects and, and for playing uh, that, that get the entire family involved. Uh, and, oh, sure. Yeah. Right, right. And there, in, we live in, like, the greatest city for, like, so many free things to do and, um, and or low cost, um, you know, play, um, you know, that learning through play of course the magic house comes to mind um but there's also so many other museums that are very um getting to be more like kid friendly uh, with the interactive displays mm-hmm. um, like the the uh, history museum um you know the, of course there's the science center um and kids need to learn how to um you know just develop their imagination skills even um, you know, playing dress up, giving them a box of clothes. Maybe the, the clothes has a theme. Maybe they're going to be a scientist this one day, and they can be the mad scientist, and and you know they can whip up a batch of goo or um, <laughs> come up with some fun uh, science experiments. Um, that's not really play, but you know you can mm-hmm. open the you know that that opens the doors just for many um, imaginative uh, type type things. Let's Get out the cardboard boxes and the and the blankets and make a tent city in your house mm-hmm. or outside. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. Yeah, <laughs> lots of summer memories of forts with mm-hmm. boxes. <laughs> even during the uh, even during the winter, we set up like obstacle courses mm-hmm. in. I'm talking about this past winter. Oh, yes. <laughs> set up obstacles. Uh-huh. Did you do that too this past winter? Maybe. Uh, set up obstacle I- courses in the living room. And my son, who's, uh, what, five, uh, really just, he thought it was the greatest thing. He thought mm-hmm. it was a lot of fun and, and wanted to keep doing it. I said, no, it's bedtime. It's time to wind down now. We, uh, gave, we gave my nieces and nephews a, uh, a fort kit one Christmas. So you just like pack oh. up clothespins and sheets and uh, and some of that, what is the sh- not string, into a bag and just give it to them and then they can build whatever they want. It's perfect. That's a wonderful idea. What about um, when we get into those, say, middle school years? <laughs> um, maybe they want to sleep later uh, during, right. this, during the <laughs> yeah. summer. Maybe they just, you know, they want a summer vacation. They just want to relax and not do much. Um, any ideas, any tips there? The, uh, again, like of the museums, and uh, mm-hmm. find maybe something instead of saying you know we're going to the whole. It, it, those places sometimes can be overwhelming, so maybe find something that interests them, and um, they can like hone in on like one area, and um, you know journaling. Maybe if they if they're interested in in some area of science, for example, and maybe you can take them um, on a kind of a field trip to. Um, uh, say it, if it's um, like with uh, gardening or flowers, or you know, mm-hmm. there's many opportunities that you can go and study and, and see things um, in that area. Many of our, I think, the St. Louis County libraries, um, for sure, have STEM kits that mm-hmm. uh, you can check out as a family. So um, if you're into like the robotics and building things, um, there's opportunities for that. Um, of course, there's all kinds of camps around um, as well because you know they always enjoy that social aspect of being yeah. together uh, of, at that middle school age too. So, well, thanks for the the ideas and the tips. And now I'll be going to 
to build a fort and uh, yes. and I, robots. It, yeah, and a day. <laughs> I, and, and I'm glad you pointed out the zoo too. There are so many opportunities. Mm. St. Louis has a great zoo, and so many other cities right. across the country have fantastic zoos. A great place to just do some homework, a little bit of homework before you go, um, so that you can uh, really make it a, a learning opportunity as well and keep those the, right. those kids sharp. Well, thank you so much, Laura, for being our guest on The Coffee Hour. Laura Montgomery, Director of Educational Resources, Lutheran Elementary School Association in St. Louis. Thanks for being our guest on The Coffee Hour. Good, thank you. Have a great day. Have a great weekend. Coming up in just a little bit, we'll check in with President of the Missouri District, President Lee Hagan, and uh, get an update on floods and how they're affecting our communities here in Missouri. You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Wow.